So we have a very special guest that we're so excited to introduce. He's a TikToker, a coach, a podcaster, also known as Confidence Chris. Please welcome Chris Snappy. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate (laughs) it. You got me on. That's a lot of things. You got a lot of names in there. On your plate. Yeah, no, 100%. And that doesn't include my day job, which I don't really have anymore either. So what do you mean? What do you mean? Like you semi have it? Um, so I'm taking four months of uh, personal leave of absence. So Mm -hmm. I'm actually getting unpaid right now for four months. So I'm just Um. risking all. Yes. Wait, you should go on like Love Island or something. <laughs> I, so it's crazy you say that. I I was like in the application process for doing that and then just didn't work out. So, okay. well, yes. I feel like you would have thrived on there. I mean, if I based on like the TikTok content. I mean, awesome. yes. listen, something's coming down the pipeline somewhere. I think a couple Netflix shows, but I'm being that's patient. exciting. Oh. Also, uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, there's so many opportunities for TV stuff. So it's like, yeah, I, I did, um, I shot like a pilot season or a pilot episode for MTV. So That's hopefully awesome. we don't know what's going to happen with that, but so that might come out too. When did you do uh, that? Um, in July. So, That's so cool. yeah, it's crazy, but like low key, um, reality TV. I don't know if it's for me though. It's, um, it's a lot, it's a lot more scripted than you even think it is. Yeah. Right. I feel like I'm one of those people that's always said they wanted to go on like TV because <laughs> It's just so enchanting. I love it. But so like the challenge on MTV, I wouldn't last she loves long it. at all, but I love <laughs> it. Or like Survivor, even though I know I wouldn't stand a second in Survivor. I Survivor either. No yeah. camping for me. I'm good. I'm like bougie right. now. I, I so then I kind of am like, I would love to be like the host of these shows. You don't have to like actually yeah. be involved, but like you could just host them all. It'd be so fun. I'm down. Listen, I just love to talk. That's it. You know what I'm Same. saying? That's it. I'm like, all right, if I could do that, just stand in the corner, like, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you like, camera time? Like, the producers are just very, like, involved um, in what goes on. So, okay. So, for instance, like, on a show, like, okay, we were doing, like, a dating show. You mm-hmm. think that people are, like, staying in these houses and, like, the bachelor probably, probably, like, oh, my God, they're just, like, chilling in the mansion together, like, for, like, a month. It's, like, no. Like, homies are staying at the hotel. They probably go to the mansion to shoot for about an hour, two hours, get all the content they need, and then go home. Oh, wow. See? This is what we don't yeah. see. That's yeah. insane. No, it's crazy. I was, um, so I was talking to, I don't know if I was say this, but yeah, um, I was talking to the people that were <laughs> shooting the show, um, Jersey Shore. Like the guy that was okay. filming me for my segment, he was like, oh yeah, I did all of Jersey Shore the last like couple seasons. He's like telling me how like they are off camera. I can't really say any of this stuff, but like, it's, it's just super crazy. Like they know what they're doing when they're going onto that show. It's like, they're playing up the parts that they are, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes like, sense. Yeah. I don't know. It's again, I thought it was going to be like, oh, they're going to dump me into a house with a bunch of singles and I'm going to mingle and like, they're going <laughs> to film everything. Yeah. Like, no, it's like I went to this house for an hour and they pretty much like set us up in a room for about an hour, told us to mingle there. And then they got the footage and they're like, okay, good. Go back to your hotel. That's, That's the thing too. Like sometimes you see these scenes and it's like all of a sudden, in, I don't know, the most recent Love Island US one. Yeah. They just like concocted up this like huge drama scene that was clearly like, we're bored. Why don't you go <laughs> mess with this couple right now? And they called it like project something. And I was like, this is just so fake. And I just can't, yeah. can't see past that. Honestly, so. it's tough because that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like reality TV, they pretty much just get a bunch of hot people 
and they're just like yeah they just let you go and do your thing I don't know it's really just that's that's pretty much what it is so I'm like I don't really want to do that podcasting this is way better you get like yeah, full yeah. personalities full thoughts like this is me reality real reality you know yeah. what I mean? not that so I know and it's cool too because I feel like you can meet so many people in the podcast world like I mean like you can oh, just sure. talk to so many people um so it's really cool for sure yeah. So like I do um, a podcast with like my best friend. We really don't take a lot of guests though. Like our okay. thing is like, we don't do a ton of guests on our show because we just like it to like be us. I don't know. Yeah. We're yeah. very sleepy with our podcast. But I feel like you guys have a good like rhythm going between you two. So it's like easy to it's keep working. that going. Like I feel like, yeah, it's working. So don't mess with something that's like not broken. It's like exactly. you got it already. Literally so like people don't understand. It's like so natural too. I like, we do it every like, there's just times where during the week we'll talk for two hours just on the phone. It's really kind of weird. <laughs> that's sweet. That's wholesome. Guys. <laughs> well, I feel like that's kind of how we started it because we were like, I we just would get into these topics and like go on and on and on about it for so long. And then so we'd always end and be like, wait, we need to do a podcast because this is just yes. not normal. So okay. So that was our first question. Like because we wanted to know how you got into t- the TikTok world, but it sounds like you got into podcasting before. Honestly, it's funny because we probably recorded our first episode in January 2019, but we oh, were wow. just like, we didn't want to release any. We recorded probably like seven to maybe like 10 before we ever released our first one ever. Perfectionists, we're, we're very like specific. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we started that. And then I think in April 2020, I just started posting every day. And just good things just started to happen. I always knew I kind of wanted to do like entertainment and be in like, um, I guess the content creation space in a way, but I just never, I guess, had the courage or the means to really do it. And then I finally just said, fuck it, like just post every day and see what happens. And it's just crazy how things just turned out at this point. Yeah. So it was like made quarantine where you were like going to post every day. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think it was just like when it just started, like I think quarantine started what February 2020. I think it was like March. No, I know March. that it was March because it ruined my birthday. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no, but then it ruined everybody's <laughs> birthday collectively. So, but I was like that first week. Yeah. But here's the thing like, like COVID was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Literally, it's the yeah. best thing oh my God. because I mean, my job, my day job that I have, I travel Monday through Thursday every week. So I would usually be flying across the country, whatever. And like, I, you know, I'd be at work. I could work like 10 hour days at my day job. So when COVID hit, we moved to work from home. And then when we started work from home, I was like, sick. You know what I mean? I'm like working here. And then I'm like making a TikTok. And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like holding a meeting with like 60 people. Like, yo, I'm like TikToking <laughs> over here. Multitasking. Um, yeah. It's really, it's really a crazy life. Cause like I have a pretty um, like serious corporate job. I work with like Fortune 500 companies. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool stuff. I'm like holding a meeting of like 60, like VPs of like uh, a huge corporation. And I come on a TikTok. I'm like telling like 20 year old girls, like what to do with it. <laughs> well, so that's my question. So it's like, do, does your like TikTok presence affect like your corporate job at all? Or like, do they know about you from TikTok yes. or how does that about? Like, we need to hear more. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the scary part. So when I first started, I was just like, you know, it is what it is. I'm at the point where I'm just like, fuck it. If they fire me, they fire me. So yeah. I just kind of took that approach with it. They really haven't um, said anything. A lot of my coworkers found out 
Um, and they, the reason I'm taking the four months off is they know that I'm, I took a creative break to go make TikToks. Mm. Very strange. They're probably like, what? This doesn't even make sense, but <laughs> no, it's <laughs> um, smart. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, no, it's like so weird because I feel like if some of the clients maybe seen my stuff and I'm sure that some of them have, but I just build a good relationship with them where they kind of like keep it under wraps. I feel like. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if they went deep into the podcast, I would for sure there's shit in there that I'm just going to get fired for. No doubt. I mean, I'm going to keep it a buck. Like there's just, yeah. but, but it's um, hard to be like happy with what you're doing in like both capacities. And then like saying, Oh, I'm not going to do TikTok or podcast because I'm a corporate job. So it's like, if it makes brings yeah. so much joy and like success, it's like, there's really not much you can do. I don't yeah. Know. Smart. Yeah. You have to, so you have to just like kind of make that choice, right? Like if you're like, if you're going to do podcasts or you're going to do TikTok, whatever, and you're going to put your life out there, you just got to be prepared for whatever comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And especially, and, sorry, no, no, no. I was just going to say, and like people were adults here. Like I understand you say things like, but it's like, I think people who see your content probably laugh from work and are like, this is relatable. You know what I mean? Like, no, for sure. And that's the thing people don't realize too. It's like, even like my, some of my like senior managers who are like 40. There's like, yo, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm just like, all right. right. Cool. He's like, it was funny. I was like, was it though? See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they oh are my gosh. About it. it yeah. is what it is, but it's yeah. just taboo with, uh, my job is very like traditional. Also, um, the people that I work with don't know I have tattoos either. So I would wear like a full sleeve shirt every day. Oh, oh wow. That's so funny. But then if they saw you on TikTok, then they would find out because you don't obviously have the, the sleeves on all the time. Yeah. So if they were to see it, they probably would be like, wait, this is Chris. That's so crazy. I know. On That's what I'm saying. Over time, as things like start to evolve, people just started like seeing more and then eventually it just became like, okay, like I just like put it out there. I just like don't talk about it with them. You know what I mean? They know. I'll, I'll like say a couple of things here and they're like, oh, how's TikTok? I'm like, oh, it's going good. Like we'll change topic. <laughs> talk about business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just showing you're like devoted still. You're like, but back to work here. Yeah, you know? exactly. like, I'm oh present. God. Like billing. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I also feel like it comes down to just like wanting to be successful too. Like, I feel like you have like drive. So that's why you're getting so into it. It's not like you're like, oh, I want to do this because then I don't have to like try hard. Like clearly you still have to put in hard work and try hard. You know, it just kind of shows that you're like passionate, I feel like. Oh, yeah. for sure. I, I think my days are longer now yeah. than when like, I, like if, if I was just working, I mean, I, d I definitely work a lot. My job is no joke, like 50, 60 hour week sometimes. But even right now, it's like, it's, full sprint i'm talking about i don't go out and drink on saturday nights anymore i don't drink on friday wow. nights it's like i stay in i sleep i wake yeah. up saturday shooting content on saturday taking pictures sunday podcast edit the podcast video it's just the whole oh time my gosh. Awesome. yeah wow yeah. and then you made time for us look at you yeah you're so oh, nice <laughs> is there like one question that you'll notice is very consistent from either like guys or girls when it comes to advice oh um, I would say the most consistent thing I get, most consistent problem, um, a couple of them. One is like girls being confused about a guy that like is non-committal, which is like just right. every single girl I feel like at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a lot of that. It's a lot of trying to like uncover, um, you know, mixed signals in a way from a guy. But usually, again, it's just all about the commitment thing. And then I feel like you know, I don't really get a ton of guys. One girl 
um she was like in between trying to like date this like rich dude that was like buying her a house versus a guy that she met online that's in jail and she's like laundering money for this guy in jail and she's like i love i'm in love with him Honestly, you're like I- you're like am i a part of a crime here if i respond to this like- <laughs> i'm like shit am i like <laughs> involved I'm like, Fuck. um but i think ultimately the guy wasn't getting out of jail for like three years so i was like why don't you just like kind of see what's going on with the, the guy in real life for now you got kids like let's chill out a little bit with the guy Wait, chris i have an idea i feel like you can tell mtv or netflix like you guys i have so much content that you could could like <laughs> make a show from you know oh it's it's honestly crazy but i would rather use it for my tiktok it's so hard to like yeah. come up with freaking ideas every day i feel like sometimes you can get like writer's block but not writer's block or like TikTok. there's just so many ideas and you're just probably like rattling off like which direction you could go with like which idea and like which would be the most successful Ugh, that's literally the hardest part of every single like my day is just that every day it's just extreme just- anxiety about all these things i could possibly do and i'm like which one should i do it I literally have three ideas written down right here. It's like all different girls, parallel parking, um, over oh. guys. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Yeah. So, I mean, just crazy. When to know when to kiss a girl. Like, I, ha- I mean, there's so many different things, like so many directions I can go. But that's right. like the hard part about the content is really just like all the different ideas and just like, what do you make on that day? It's, it's yeah. I will say with the girls parallel parking, I feel like oftentimes if it's a group of girls, you'll see like one get out and like switch yeah. places with the other and be like, I know how to do it. And it's like, right I'm like going through it. Literally me. That's but, awesome. but okay. So then we asked um, our friend Lauren about this on the last interview, just because she gives advice too. And I'm hmm. just curious, like, do you think because of social media and dating apps now that it's harder or easier to like find a real connection or date than like our parents had. Yeah. I feel like it's way harder. I feel like it's way harder. The the thing is, well, at least from a guy's perspective, we just have so much access now, right? Like we have so much access to so many different people at all times. It's just like we were talking about the the TikTok and the content ideas. It's like someone comes to you and if they have any sort of thing that throws you off or a problem or they don't look a certain way, it's like, it's so easy to just be like, okay, I don't need that. I've got 300,000 other people that are on the internet that I'm like, I could find. Like I literally, I mean, I talk to girls on Hinge. I talk to girls on Instagram, TikTok. It's unlimited. It's literally unlimited. You know what I mean? It's so hard, I think, to, again, for a guy, I think that is like very, um, how would you say, highly desirable in a way. If if he has all this girl attention, I think a lot of guys are going to choose to be non-monogamous in a way. I don't know if you saw my, one of my girlfriends posted this on her story. Did you see, um, there's like a chart of like Leonardo DiCaprio and it's his age going up and it's the girls he dates. No, Julie and I have seen it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And it stays at 23. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. He's never dated a girl over the age of 25 and he's like 40 now or 40 something. And I feel like that's, what's crazy. I, I really, so I coached some other girls too. I coached this like 19 year old girl and she's talking to like a 45 year old like director. She's like, oh my God, but I like him. I'm like, he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's the hard part about like, I think um, younger girls dating older guys. The thing is older guys know any girl that's in her young twenties, girls are like naive at that age. You guys don't know yet. You guys don't know yeah. what's, you know, what's right or wrong. You know, you flash a little bit of money or like a little bit of cloud or something your way. And these girls will just come and you know do whatever and then they'll be like heartbroken it's like 
all right, whatever. It's a learning experience for them. And the guy just keeps moving on. So I don't know. No. So you're saying yeah. like the guys in their forties don't have to settle because they can, they can still, continue. they can keep going. Yeah. They can just keep going. Yeah. yeah. That's my point where I feel like back in the day, right? Like, you know, you didn't have all this access to all these other people. It's like, you wanted to have a good life, settle down, you know, you meet somebody in your twenties and you know, that's how you built your family and your household. Like, I feel like my yeah. parents had me when I was like 20. I'm sure you guys around, maybe around the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> just like a student. No, that's okay. It, it was a different time. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, now it's like guys in their thirties. I, I mean, I good friends with other like 35, 40 year olds in Scottsdale. And like, these guys aren't ready to settle down at all. And, and yeah. think that they're older and they should be ready. It's like, a guy's age doesn't determine if he's ready or not. It's really his own mind. And you need to just be able to tell um, just by his character. You're just going to find guys that are honest and are not going to, I guess, if they're chasing after girls that are 20 years old and they're 40, it's like, you got to just realize that this guy's not in a stage where he's ever going to date. And even if you're like 30, 35 as a girl and you're meeting this guy, just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like back in the day, there was just way, like way less avenues to meet people. It's like, Oh, like yeah. you live in, say you live in upstate New York and you are in that area and you go to the same bar, you work at the same job. Like, and there's back in the day, there's like less areas to just like travel and go out. Like you're not going to meet yeah. that many people. So you're like more inclined to just like meet someone at the bar. You guys date, you get married, have kids. Go with it. The rest yeah. is history. Like now it's like you meet someone then someone's messaging you in your DM, this person over here, you meet a person on that dating app. It's like all the, like all the places. It's just so hard. I mean, like it scares me. It scares me because the battle for me internally is like, I know I'm a good guy and I know I want to make one person very happy. That was probably yeah. my life goal is like, I want to be like a great father. Like that's like my mm, thing. I, so my parents were like divorced it's not like my dad was bad, but I just didn't oh, yeah. have as close of a relationship with my dad um, growing up as I did with my mom. So I was always just like to myself, I was like, you know, I just want to make somebody really happy. I want to have kids and I just want to be like a dope ass father, like just cool as fuck. So sweet. Yeah. And, it, and it's just hard because, you know, I'm now in this mode in my life where, you know, I'm just grinding my ass off. And now I do have a lot of these opportunities with women and it's cool, but, you know, I, I'm, I guess I'm, it's hard because it's like, when does the grind stop? At what point am yeah. I going to say like, okay, this is enough. I've got enough money. I've got enough clouds, whatever, to be able to say like, this is the one. So I'm kind of just hoping that the right one just comes and punches comes me along. in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to put a positive spin on what you said, like I totally agree, but I said this last episode, I do think with time, like guys, if we're just talking about guys specifically, like get to the point where they get like it just feels empty to them to just like keep like eventually you yes. do want That's something more meaningful and like you know and so I do think eventually guys and also not to like be mean but I think a lot of guys think they can get every girl that they follow on social media and then sure. with time they're like oh, okay like not everybody is an option for me all the time you know oh. so I think it's just with time and maturity guys get to the point where they're like okay I want something more serious but like I tell my friends all the time, like, you can't force somebody to get to that point either. Yeah. I just think you should not force, uh, you're never going to force a guy to do anything or any, I mean, yeah, no. forget it, like literally anybody. But I feel like just when it comes to men in general, the key to like handling a man is letting him figure shit out on his own. 
That's the key. Yeah. A lot of girls always want to try to like make Talk. him look a certain way. Like, yeah, oh, man, I'm going to change him. It's like, no, he needs to come to all these conclusions on his own. And if he's not doing that, then you're never going to get the result that you want. That's yeah. So okay. What I had saw, this was like off topic, but what I thought was interesting was that like how you posted recently, um, that like the guys that girl go girls go after are the ones that are like successful and are like doing good for themselves. And so like, they're sometimes not going to want to settle down because there are so many girls that want them for being successful and like nice and good looking and whatever. So I just thought that was an interesting like way yeah. to look at it. I, Cause I'm telling you from my experience, like as a guy that has options and this is just me being hundred percent, no, just a lot going on for yourself. Yeah. 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 And that's what I'm saying. Like I have, like, I'm not kidding. I could probably name a girl in every state of the, the, this country that I'm talking to that if I flew there, I could probably sleep with. It's crazy. No, I believe you. I believe yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. See, what I'm trying to say is when you give a guy all those options, I think it's very hard for him to look at any girl and be like, even if they're great. Like I've had, um, I was just talking to one girl actually like about a month or two ago. Amazing. Dope girl beautiful girl, super thoughtful. I mean, did stuff that a lot of girls wouldn't have done, like brought over artwork, was like doing like all these cool, thoughtful things for me. Very sweet. There's a couple things that were definitely off. And I, that was the reason that, (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time, it's like that. It's like where like somebody could be so amazing, so dope, so cool. But at the same time, it's like, A, I'm not ready. And B, it's like, I have other options. So it's like, if anything throws me off, yeah it's just going to be, it's just going to be gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you do go after these guys that are, again, if you're going for like a little bit more shallow reasons, like again, clout or money or whatever, you got to be attracted to his character. You got to be attracted to other things other than like his heights or dumb shit that like girls like are just like, these are my requirements. Yeah. It's just, I I hate the requirement thing. I was telling someone last time, I hate when people are like, he checks off all the boxes. I'm just like, okay, like I get it. There's certain things that like you need to check off. But to me, it just bothers me. I'm like, like not everyone's going to fit all the boxes that you have set. Like these expectations are likely too high. I don't know. It's just a pet peeve of mine. I think it really comes down to how that person makes you feel about yourself. If yeah. every day you come out and you're like, damn, I just feel so much better when I'm around you. It's, it doesn't matter what the fuck they do. Right. I, I don't yes. care what job she okay. has or whatever. It's like, if I wake up and like, I'm having a shitty day and I could, I know I could always go to you and I'm always going to feel better. It's like, what else do you, what else do you really need from someone? This so, is what I was trying to articulate. <laughs> I'm saying yes. someone could check off all the boxes, but if there's no connection or there's no like like, like you said, this person make you feel good or like, you don't feel like yeah. at home with them. Like, yeah, your entire checklist could be like fully checked, but like, you yeah. know, it's just like, there's going to be, there could still be something missing. And, yeah. and that's what's crazy. So, um, my ex who I think she's probably still in love with me. Sure. She's like dating some other guy, you know, <laughs> confidence, Chris here. We love it. Yeah. Confidence, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, she just gives me a sus phone call every once in a while. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, no. But so she had a guy that was like after me and she you always- after me, you? Uh, <laughs> oh, like following. <laughs> I thought you meant he was like trying to fight you. No. That's funny. That's good. Um, so funny. No, no, no. So after we broke up, she like okay. left the and she always tell me like, oh, he's so great. She's like, he's got this, that. She's got a car. He's got all these things. Like I'm going to be taken care of. 
And then she would always just tell me, but like, he's just not funny. He's just like, not like, I don't really enjoy spending time. I'm just like, there's so many girls out there that were like, like you said, like, look at a guy and be like, well, he's got money. He's got this, he's got that. But I'm like, okay, but can you hang out with him? Like, can you have a conversation with him for 24 hours and not get bored? Cause like, I think about more than anything else is like, how much time can you really spend with each other? And again, how do they make you feel when you're around them? Who gives a fuck about what they have? you know right so it's like he had all this shit but I just think that their connection wasn't uh wasn't really there I'm like too many people are just again looking for those like requirements yes thank you well, this that- is what I've been trying to say for like the past two episodes yeah. now it's like <laughs> what the checking of the boxes meant to me but you really just hit the nail on the head but yeah, I think we've come to the conclusion that yeah like if you have the right intention and you're like I like this person for who they are it doesn't matter if they quit their job tomorrow like mm. you're gonna attract like good people and then also it's about the timing like when it's the right timing you know I always say God's timing is perfect you know you gotta trust that too but yeah just like I feel like people probably reach out to you about toxic relationships all the time but I feel like at the end of the day like you need to want more for yourself like nobody can make you want more for yourself and eventually get to the point where you're like I just want somebody that treats me well and like considers me with the actions that they take and like then you're going to find that once you want that for yourself, you know? Yes. It's very hard. Cause again, y- you find somebody that cares that you, cause that's the thing, the other person still cares about you a lot too, right? In that toxic yes. relationship. So it's like- In their own uh, messed up In their way, own yeah. messed up way, of course. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like, sometimes people are like, this is better than nothing, or this is better than what I have if they weren't here. So they continue yeah. to do that. But um, yeah. the problem with that is, is like, if you don't remove- you know, that time and that space that is being taken by that person, then you're never going to find the right thing that's going to come to your Yes. I think you have to let literally be done and like healed, I guess is the word from that like relationship or else you'll never be ready or find another person. Like the energy can feel it. Like the world just feels it. And like, no one's going to come your way if you're like still so sad and hung up and like wanting a closure or whatever. Yeah. Like you have to just, you have to figure it out yourself. It's little, it's little moments too. Like, um, it's a, it's a good point you bring up. It's like, let's say you meet a new guy and you have a toxic little ex that you're still hung up on. A yeah. lot of girls will go on that first date. They'll enjoy it. They'll be like, Oh, he was dope, but he's not toxic. Like this other one. And then cancel. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're fucking up this whole new one because you're doing mm-hmm. all these like little things with the yeah. old thing. It's like, you gotta, you gotta give somebody else your full attention and really fucking try if you're going to make something yeah. work. It's just a lot of people, they don't want it to. They're just using it to sometimes even make the other person jealous, which is yeah. fucked up too. You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, that's the thing. And, but you bring up like being independent. And I think that's very important because yeah. you're able to say like, oh, I like, I've been single for a while now. And I, it's so nice to be able to be like, I did this by myself. Like I'm able to just like be at home get takeout, watch a movie and like be okay with myself, you know? So I think once you're at that stage, then you can like be ready for something else, you know? Yeah, for sure. And there's power to it in the, in the sense of like, people are attracted to people that are doing their own thing. You know what I mean? Again, yeah. it comes down to, you don't want somebody, to, nobody wants somebody needy. Nobody wants somebody that's just going to come in and just be consumed in their entire life. Like they want somebody that has their own experiences, their own things that they bring to the table. What, yeah. what value you're bringing me if all you're going to do is come into my life and take my money or just, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? yeah. like just use me for everything that I have. I always like, when I, whenever I date a girl, seriously, I tell her, I'm like, listen, this is a two-way street. And if you don't want to put an energy or effort, like I'm, 
that's not going to happen for me. It's going to be both ways the whole time, or I don't want to do it. There's a lot of girls out there that are like these like trophy girls. Like, I mean, a lot of girls get like jealous of these like Instagram girls. A lot of those Insta girls are going to be around guys that are going to be using them for more objective reasons and not necessarily yeah. very honest character reasons. And a lot of girls see that life uh, like, uh, like, Oh my God, I wish I was that. And like, life is so easy for them. It's like, I don't think it is. Or people aren't really taking them very seriously. And a lot of guys are using these girls as more like tokens or objects. Yeah. Well, we're like big on law of attraction. So we always say like, you have to think in abundance, et cetera. But then like, in this case, it's like, like attracts like, so if you're going to be shallow, you're not going to meet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. That was Great a good point. one, Sophia. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for the support. Yeah, nice job. <laughs> so, so basically, when people ask you for advice, especially girls, you try to just tell them about being confident and like knowing their worth. And yeah. that's your main message. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's all about self-worth. It's That's what I'm saying. So many people... Uh, especially girls are just, again, they're just settling for, for less. They're just settling for, I'm telling you the amount of girls that I talk to that are in these just like garbage relationship with these people, like these guys that are just like barely giving them attention or whatever. I'm like, you don't understand. There is a million other guys that are willing to give you honest yeah. attention. They're out there. You just have to trust that they are, you know what I'm saying? You have yeah. to take a leap of faith as a girl and be confident enough to be on your own. And I think that's really hard thing for a lot of girls to do because it's, it's kind of, it's scary. It's hard. It's not easy. I, I think being a single woman, you know what I'm saying? It's not hundred percent. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta love, it sounds so cliche, but you really gotta love yourself. You guys. For sure. <laughs> well, it, cause you have to like, it's funny when people are like, you gotta love yourself because you're going to be living with yourself for like the rest of time. So like, you might yeah. as well get comfortable. You might as well like actually enjoy your life and like love yourself. Your God, that literally sounds yeah. so lame, but it's true. Yeah. It's so true. And it's, but it is, I think it's the hardest thing in life to do is your whole life. It's kind of just figuring out and learning what you love about yourself and, and understanding and being comfortable with the fact that like, this is whatever life you have, that's what you got. And you just got to be honest and, and real and happy with the things that you do. You know what I'm saying? Like the little things that are, that make me the most happy. Like I tell people like, what's like the best part of my week. My best part of my week is probably like when I go play softball. It's like little ass Aww. shit where I'm like, you know what I mean? Like minuscule other people, but I'm like, yeah, it's like, I'm not worried about the internet. I'm not worried about anything else. Yeah. Showing with my boys. That's so <laughs> yeah. Totally. So. Um, okay. So also just our last question before you go, we really were curious, like if your online like success has affected your personal relationships, like, did you have to tell your family, like not just aside from work? Um, it's made uh, a huge impact on my personal relationships. So the podcast is number one, like a killer for me. So my podcast, I'm just like very honest about the things that are going into my life. I'm talking about the girls I'm with. I'm talking about like the ways sometimes my friends make me feel. I think every single one of my best Um, friends has made a comment to me about it. I've gotten literally both my, so I'm originally from New York. Uh, and I moved out to Arizona. My best friends from Wait, back you home. live in Arizona? Wait, we were just there. We That's were so just funny. there for Julie. Wait, you live there or California? I live there. Sorry yes. to cut you off. We were just no. there for Julie's bachelorette. We yeah. had the best time. The monsoon <laughs> weekend. Were you there the monsoon weekend? Oh no. Wait, when was that? That was, that was July, July 22nd weekend. Literally trees oh. were falling. I mean, honestly, oh, still yes, the best time yes, ever. Yes, yes, yes. I actually lost power that day. 
I lost That's my so funny. That's crazy. I'm literally, I was probably five minutes away from you. I, I live in Old Town Scottsdale. So I live like we, Actually, please tell them about the bars we went to because I don't remember the name. Bottled Blonde. We love mm-hmm. it. We went there. Oh, the, the, well, I don't know if that's a You don't like it? Well, no, I, feel like if you're, I feel like if you're going for a bachelorette weekend, it was like, obviously, I don't know. First of all, it was like burning that night. But then what was the Maya, the, the pool ones across the street? Like, so yeah. fun. Oh, and then we went to... to Takaya, what is it? Takaya. Takaya. We were going to go to um, Montauk, <laughs> but they oh. lost power, so we couldn't. So we had to go to Takaya. Oh, no way. Yeah. Dang. You got, honestly, it's a fun, it's a fun area. That whole like bar strip is a little crazy, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it really is. The whole is shut down. Yeah. Yeah. No, and like that place is a black hole for me. Like I don't go there anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're I, like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I did all that. I was in like, so I went to Arizona State. I did a lot Got of my it. partying then. I so I I don't really drink anymore. I'm um, that's awesome. Yeah, I honestly haven't had more than four drinks probably in two or three years. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, 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 crushing it. I mean, listen to the people that do go fucking enjoy your life. I don't. I don't like judge people for. No. Yeah. Yeah. So so before I cut you off, you were just saying like it's a hard to maneuver. Oh yes. Okay. So the podcast is tough because again, my life is on there, like out there, any girl I talk to, it's been huge problems, like huge problems just because again, like they're just hearing things that they don't want to hear. And it just gets me in a lot of trouble because there is no hiding from people. You know how like you like go on a date with somebody. It's like that pre-relationship talking stage. You don't really know what they're doing on their own. They're still single, whatever. There is no privacy for me. So like, you're going to hear about the date I went on with you and you might hear about the date I went on Um, with someone else. That's Yeah. So dating is almost, that's why I said, I mean, for me, it's like, it's either I'm going to date somebody full on, like, commitment and I got to be like honest as fuck or you know even when I just date somebody casually it just it's very difficult because they listen to that one time and it just becomes why'd you say this what yeah what what makes like podcast successful is being transparent and being open about like your life and your personality and like people listen to it because like that person is different so if you like hold back on these details then it's like there's a chance that it'll just be like way less successful. So it's really hard. I'm exactly. imagining. So that's why I say it's like, I, when I'm at this stage of my life, when I say like I'm working, like that's really what it's about. It's like, I can't, it's very hard for me to put myself in a relationship because of that. You, there, there's a lot of people that do not want their life on the podcast. I think it's kind of cool. I guess for a girl though, it's like, you get to legitimately hear what they are thinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's true. But it's also scary. So you, yeah, you got to find, we're going to like, just give you, you got to find a girl that's going to be like, okay with it and then won't say anything to you. And then it could lead to something more serious, you know? Cause then too, I feel like you'll probably talk about if you find the right one, I feel like you'll feel like less inclined to like talk about her relationship with her. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you'd find other stuff to talk about. Yes. Yes. And that's the thing. It's, I feel like if I date somebody, right. It's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like when I, when I'm saying like, I need to find the right one, like I'm not yeah. going to settle for anything like less than spectacular because yeah. I do have so much on the line. I, I'm not going to compromise for someone that I don't think is uh, amazing. You know what I mean? I don't want to like hide anything until like, I really found somebody that was just like, so like amazing that they were just like, Oh, you can't like, if you didn't want to talk about that. I'm like, mm, fine. You'll respect I mean, it. Yeah. yeah. I'll respect it. It's like, 
Um, me and Jay talk about it all the time. It's like, if the right ones come along, the content will also be different too. We're going to be that's talking great. about it in a way that is very honest. You know what Respectful. I'm saying? Respectful. Yeah. Just, that's the thing. It's like, I don't hold back. Like it's, it's honest in all ways. Like if it's good, mm -hmm. it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. I'm just going to tell it how it is. I don't ever try to like call people out or like, I don't know, make them feel stupid for anything that they've done for me. Yeah. Me too, something will come after the podcast. So then. Oh, for sure. hundred I mean, percent. Also, um, you will what? You don't want a podcast, a podcast forever? I, I want a podcast forever. I, I feel like this <laughs> to me is going to be like, I mean, there's so many cool jobs. Like you have TV, you could have the TikTok, yeah. whatever. The podcast is by far my, my favorite thing. Okay, wait, this is the thing we always forget at the end. Where yes. can people find you to follow you on social media, TikTok? Let's see, podcast name. Let's see. Yes. So podcast is Nappy and J, my last name, N-A-P-P-I and J-A-Y. It's a podcast. Yeah. Podcast has a TikTok, has an Instagram. And then my TikTok is Confidence Chris. So yeah, give okay. me a follow or a listen. Perfect. We love it. We we didn't want to take up too much of your time. So thanks for staying longer than we had assigned the invite for. Oh, it's cool. And we yeah, would, we so would stay on for three hours if we could. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cool. I appreciate you guys. Same time next week. Yes, yes. Same time next week. Now get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, thank you, Chris. You're the best. We're so oh, thankful pointed. you came on to chat with us. Yeah, thank yeah, you so much. Sure. Good luck. You. Thank you. Bye, Bye. my queen. Yes, go, go put your feet up. Week. See you yeah. soon. Next week. Well, Bye. Bye.